Line with Aldrin Simpia right here on SAFM. It is 24 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Lord Peter Hayne, who is a member of parliament in the UK. We hear from Lord Peter Hayne following the UK government's decision to lift its three-year ban against global consultancy firm Bain & Company. You may recall last year that the Zondo Commission found that Bain & Company played a major role in state capture corruption scandal in South Africa, crippling SARS' ability to investigate tax evasion. Lord Peter Hayne now joining us on the line. Lord Peter Hayne, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time. Is it known whether um, Bain and Company did give any new information to the UK government that has led them to reconsider their position? Not that I'm aware. I don't think anything's changed. Bain and South Africa is still saying that only that it made mistakes. It's never really accepted its culpability for probably the most damaging of all the corporate's complicity in former President Zuma's state capture decade. Why? Because they were asked by Zuma at 17 personal meetings in his in his guest, in his where he lived in his own home uh, at, at the seat of government in Pretoria, not in his official office where there would have been a, a note taken of the meetings. Uh, he was, they were asked to disable uh, the South African Revenue Service to ensure that it wasn't efficient in collecting its taxes, particularly against many of Zuma's cronies. And that they did quite shamelessly and brazenly. And they've never really uh, explained that. They've never really apologized properly for it, they, nor have they explained or accounted for the huge fees they earned working for other state-owned enterprises. Uh, the bulk of their, their income was from those. And many of them, like ESCOM and Transnet, as we know, are riddled with corruption and are dysfunctional with all the power cuts and so on. And so Bain are trying to say, ah, well, you know, we're we're goody-goodies now and we've learned from our experience. But they haven't actually complied with the recommendations of the Zondo Commission, the Anti-Corruption Commission of Inquiry, the Judicial Commission, nor before that to the um, commission headed by Judge Robert Nugent. Yeah which investigated them. Well, their argument continues to be that there was a mischaracterization in the Zondo Commission's report around the role that they have played, but we haven't heard from them what exactly their version is. And now I hear um, there's a report that indicates that the UK government is saying that um, it will, of course, um, look at all the information at its disposal, at, at, at its disposal, and also the possibility as well that the South Africa or any potential, it says, any potential reconsideration by the South African government of their decision to ban Bain and Company South Africa. Is it known whether there has been any new information that has been given to the South African government to have them reconsider their position, or has the UK government lobbied South Africa to reconsider that position to ban Bain and Company for 10 years? I don't think South Africa, I don't think the British government has lobbied the South Africans, and indeed the British government still will not do any business with Bain South Africa, but then I'm not sure that it ever did, because... Yep. Obviously, the British government's responsible for, for the UK, for Britain, not not for what goes on in South Africa. I think this decision uh, by the British government to reverse the one they took last year when I appealed to them to suspend Bain from any public sector contracts here in the UK, and they agreed to my request and, and did suspend them. And they've now turned on their heads, and, and I think it's a total cop-out. Nothing has really changed. 
None of the points I mentioned earlier on about Bain accepting their culpability, being open and honest about what went on. Uh, none of the, they've not, um, they continue to hound their former global partner, Athel Williams, a Cape Town boy, who was the, the whistleblower who gave evidence against them. Uh, they've hounded him, they penalize him. Uh, and if they were behaving properly, they would treat him as a courageous whistleblower and reward him for, for telling the truth. So this is another part of their failure to be honest and open. And I cannot understand why the British government has uh, stood on its head and reversed its uh, its decision. What's your next move? Well, I will speak about it in Parliament if I get the opportunity. And But, you know, it seems like the British government's made a decision. I'm, I'm still asking for President Biden to implement the same ban that Britain did last year because, of course, Bain and Company is a, is a Boston-headquartered um, company originated from the United States, although it operates globally. My view is no governments should do any business with Bain until the prosecutions recommended by the Zondo Commission that the company actually is charged and brought before the courts for its what, what Zondo called its unlawful behavior. Uh, until that, com that process is completed. And it, frankly, it's no good Bain saying, oh, the Zondo Commission's got it wrong. The Nugent Commission before it has got it wrong. Uh, these are judicial inquiries. And is Bain saying they got it wrong about former President Zuma, about all the other findings of, of the of the judicial commissions? Uh, no, they aren't. They're just saying, as far as they're concerned, that, they're, that they got it wrong. Well, they produced no evidence to that effect. I think they've acted shamelessly and they still deserve to be punished. These companies have got to feel the heat. You know, they, they, they helped loot. They helped the looting of South African taxpayers. Billions and billions of rent stolen by the Gupta brothers and under former President Zuma. Uh, and the, this corruption is still going on. They should be held to account for it. And, and if, if they aren't, if they can get away with it, the British government can stand on its head uh, and maybe offer public contracts again to Bain, mm. well, then they'll do it again. Yep. If not in South Africa, then somewhere else. Lord Peter Hain, thank you so much for your time. That's uh, Lord Peter Hain, who is a UK MP. 0614-104-107. You tweeted Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 086-000-2032. I think what this story also does is beg the question around um, the the responsibility that is being taken by companies that operate in the state or that get contracts uh, from the state, but also when malfeasance has been uncovered, what um, accountability mechanisms are also being introduced and how far-reaching are those? It's half past three time for the news headlines.